Rohoho, it is the Shooting Square Podcast, back for season two. I am your co-host, Mark Rue, and with me as always is my lovely co-host, Magoo. How's it going? Oh man, what a wild week one. Good job starting off 1-0 with, uh, with some plays. Uh, yeah, making more units for the, for the listener. Yeah, uh, you know what, we, we, we we're spot on with our analysis, and uh, it's sad to say... Um, your host was in Vegas, and he did not bet the games. He, t- he told us. Oh. Well, it sounds like the trip was a complete dud. You, you go all the way during college football season to place futures, and you got one future down. Is that right? One future down. Yes, I've done all this research all summer, and um, you know it, it's, it's it's just a little different. I feel like when I go to Vegas these days, I get the alert on on pass. Um, all the Vegas goodness, um, and you know, kind of placing those futures like going from sportsbook to sportsbook, and it's it's kind of a like a job. It's a little bit like work, you know. When I'm in Vegas, I kind of want to not work and not think about work, so I end up. I mean, I don't know. Do we put enough down to where it really matters? You can't just put them all down at one sportsbook. Yeah, well, the, the odds just vary so greatly. Like, I, I mean, literally, one book will have a somebody at plus five hundred, another one will have it at ten to one. And it's like, do you really want to give up twice the winnings if it hits? Um, and my answer to that is negative DNR. Um, but yeah, I, what, I went, what what bet was that? Ten to one versus five to one? Oh, there <laughs> there are plenty. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, here's what here's an example. The Bears were under ten to one at most. Uh, books the chicago bears nfl and uh, one book had him at 22 to 1 and i was like man i kind of want to drive out there and bet the bears at 22 to 1 that is just such a um you know vast difference from everybody else in town there's so much inherent value in there um that's one of the ones i can remember but yeah it's just like that everywhere um but i want to to my wife so you know going to vegas with my wife is a little bit different than going to vegas with my two uh when when my go to vegas (laughs) Mode. We could literally sit at a sports book all day and just place bets. It's, uh, but with my wife, she likes <laughs> to play the slot machine. She likes to play video poker. And uh, boy, howdy, we got, we got hammered. Like, I, I probably didn't win. I think I won 20-something dollars one time. I think that was my biggest hit. And then the rest was just spinning to lose. It was uh, a... <laughs> I mean, I mean, you played your favorite game, which is, you know, the ATM where you put your card in and you get paid out every time. <laughs> yeah, it's <that's> amazing. <laughs> it's my favorite game. <laughs> times I'm afraid that's not going to work. And then, then I'll be in really trouble, a little bit trouble. Oh. But anyways, let's, let's uh, key in our listeners. What, what, what is this podcast all about? This is about Magoo and I. This is our second season doing the William Hill College Football Contest where every week, for 10 weeks, we pick seven games against the spread, uh, mostly off the top 25 matchups, but there's some other Power 5 teams they throw in there, um, usually about a list of 25 games or so that they'll, they'll give us to choose from. Last year, we did uh, fourth place. Is that right? I keep forgetting. Something like a fourth place. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, we got paid. Didn't know what we were doing. Still got paid. This year, we aim to do a little bit better, learn from our mistakes, and improve on what we did. And I just got done registering us. So we're pretty much good to go. Uh, this week, we are going to do some analysis on college football week one. This is going to be a practice week, if you will, or a practice roll. <laughs> <as>, uh, 
Um, but uh, this one will not count, but Magoo and I are going to go down the uh, top 25 schedule, maybe some other big key matchups, and then we'll just share our picks until they hit seven and see how we do in our practice week. Hopefully we do over 500, and then we can, um, you know, kind of roll into season two when, or, or week two when the season actually starts for us. How does that sound, Magoo? <laughs> Well, do we want to just go 0-7 and, and be like, well, glad it was our practice. Got it out of the way. You know, not bad either. But no, I, let's win some units for our listener. Yeah, that might shoot my confidence a little bit. But do you want to give a quick uh, thoughts on Florida-Miami or Hawaii? Uh, oh, yeah. Did you watch that game? I watched. I, for for the sake of our listeners. Most of Florida-Miami I watched. But my wife and I went to a nice dinner right in the fourth quarter with uh, underway. <laughs> the TV was so ugly. I could see a TV like out of the corner, probably like a football field away. And I was like, wait, did Florida, did Miami just get the ball back? It looked like Florida was closing it out multiple times. And I'm like, how is this game still on? I mean, what, what was going on in that fourth quarter? Oh, it was zany. Uh, so I wasn't high on either of these teams, and it showed. But I, I can't draw too many conclusions. These these are early games are just so sloppy to open the season like this and the humidity. So – I wasn't high on either of these teams, but I'm down on a lot of teams, of course, because at the end of the day, it's pretty much an oligarchy with Clemson, Alabama, Georgia. Maybe you throw Michigan in there. And the rest of these teams are just kind of, meh, they could lose any week. You don't know when. I mean, Florida, I mean, everybody's talking about today. Like, Miami probably outplayed Florida, and Florida came out winning. Like, Florida made a few nice sacks, and Miami's quarterback, uh, he's not ready yet. He's True freshman kid. Uh, I didn't think he played great. Was, he was getting praised. Yeah, he was getting praised. I, I didn't think he played great. Well, they did what, what they wanted him to do. You know, they picked him because he was going to be the one that wouldn't turn it over a bunch and uh, protected the ball. And, you know, for the most part, he did that. He was a, a good game manager for him, and, and hope, hopefully their defense was going to will them to victory. Man, the under was the lock. But, you know, by the time I got up <laughs> – I didn't think it was a lock because there was some – Quick touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, it opened up 52, and by the time I, I was up there, it was all the way down to 46. So all I could do was tease it. Uh, luckily, I teased it with Florida, but uh, man, that was looking shaky for a while. Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, if you if you laid points with Florida with Felipe Franks, you got what you deserved. That's, that's all I'll say about that. Yeah, you know, I think uh, going forward, probably both of these teams are going to be on my bet against list. Um, yeah. But I don't want to overact too much because I'm sure the books and other betters will be thinking the same. Um, if anything, I, I mean, think- Florida's Florida's tackling was really sloppy. I couldn't believe that. I don't know if oh. it was just like everybody was just real slick from the humidity or something, but they looked really soft uh, at points. Uh, their front defensive line looked really well getting pressure on the quarterback, but once you get to the second level, linebackers and secondary, man, they could not tackle at all. So yeah. I made that note going forward. Yeah, that was very, very weird. Very, very strange. I was expecting Florida to take a step up, uh, you know, especially offensively. But uh, I guess that's not in the cards. And then the second game, man, that's I, – I, I, <laughs> Good job by you. Good yeah, job by you. Good job by me, except didn't have nothing to show by it. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, Hawaii, I love their over – in total, five and a half, didn't bet it. Um, and, you know, that, I feel like you pretty much catch. Because, you know, they look pretty good. Even with all those turnovers, they kind of look uh, 
force their will upon, you know, a power five team and uh, with a lot of hype, the big time time QB and they still got the victory. It was pretty, pretty awesome. I don't know. Their QB threw four picks also in addition to four touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) They didn't punt but once the whole game. (laughs) Oh, man, that's wild. That's crazy. How does how does Arizona score thirty eight points and Hawaii only punts once? Yeah. Lots of turnovers. Lots yeah. of turnovers. Well, that's that's just you know don't don't bet against Hawaii on the on the island. Just don't. Yeah, probably not a good idea. You know, there for a couple of years that trend kind of went away, but I think that's probably going to be a play on trend again going forward. And Arizona again, I I don't know. I guess people were wondering is was last. Do year, they even give a shit? I don't know. I don't know. It, you know, in and in a loss like that, opening week loss, where everybody expected you to win, you were 12-point favorites, mm-hmm. you know, that can be really deflating to the rest of the season. So, I don't know. I probably will be looking to play against them uh, early on in the season until they can prove otherwise. So, let's uh, go into week one. And, Magoo, I'll let you do the honors. I feel like I've been talking oh. about you. So, All what, right. what is your favorite wait, wait. side of the week? Well, we already talked about this one. Uh, I guess we didn't count it as week zero, but I'm going to steal this one. Uh, we both love this one. Uh, and you know where I'm going with this. Our uh, Bobcats. Oh. Wildcat. Magoo. Magoo. Wildcat. Bobcats. Uh, yeah. 33 and a half. Catching 33 and a half at Texas A&M. Uh, ultimate. We love our look aheads. This is the ultimate look ahead for A&M. Traveling on the road to Clemson in a week and a half. And we like this. Uh, we like this QB. He's frisky. You know how we love our frisky QBs. <laughs> you like him so uh, much, you don't Stitt. know his name, do you? Stitt, I believe, is his name. Okay, we'll go with it. <laughs> frisky. So Texas State. Uh, they brought all these dudes in from like uh, from the Pacific Northwest, uh, from other programs. Uh, uh, basically, I don't know if they're paying players or what, but I like what I'm hearing about bringing in some quote-unquote ringers uh, players uh, into their program. They brought in all these new coaches, so uh, I'm buying that they can, you know, they're, they're not going to be great, but you just got to hang around. They, they can put up 21 versus A&M, and A&M puts up, you know, 45. That, yeah. That's a cover. Well, and if By it, my it, math, that's a cover. Yeah, I, I'm with your pick, obviously. This is one of the games I bet when I was in Vegas, so I'm, I'm with you. I think I got, oh, nice. I think I got 34. <laughs> Um, not that nice. it matters when it's that high, but yeah, I could see A and M getting out to an early, comfortable lead, and then putting their backups or their third stringers in, and then um, uh, Texas State gets, gets a cover, a backdoor cover at the end, because uh, they do have firepower, like you said, and they have more to uh, more to win and lose in this game than A and M does. A and M just wants to get healthy and get to Clemson in week two, who you're referring to. So yeah, I say lock it in. That's that's pick number one. So um, let's see. Where shall I go? I've, I've got all sorts of stuff. You know what? I'll go to a similar theme. I really like Houston uh, getting 24 points hmm. at Oklahoma. Oklahoma, this is not really a look-ahead game for them. However, uh, what I like about Houston, they've got the firepower to hang in there. Uh, again, same, same narrative. If Oklahoma gets to a big lead, they're not going to risk injury and leave their starters in the whole time. Uh, and then that'll leave the back door open. And we know that offense can score. And we know Dana Holgerson, West Virginia, formerly with them, he knows Oklahoma, Oklahoma offense. He plays them, played them every year for years and years uh, with West Virginia. Hmm. So 
I think if anybody's going to be prepared, it'll be him. Uh, and I'm expecting a big year out of that offense with King uh, and the rest of the Houston Cougars. So, yeah, 24 points, just too much, too much in week zero. Yeah, I'm going I'm actually swinging back to my original thoughts on Oklahoma, which is uh, so the public to me, the the square view on Oklahoma is, well, Lincoln Riley, you just you plug and play a QB and, you know, their offense doesn't skip a beat. It just puts up the video game numbers. But Mm -hmm. my my thought is, I I don't know about that. I I actually think Baker and uh Kyler Murray are really – I mean, they were both number one overall picks. You Just know, special talents. They were special talents, and so that's why they had the video game numbers. And I don't think Hurts is a special talent. He'll be solid, but, you know, unless their defense is gravely improved from 2018, uh, I think their offense takes a step back with uh, Hurts. Uh, you know, he'll be able to run it, but, you know, they lost some dudes on offense, though, too. Uh with Rodney Anderson going to the NFL, uh, a lot of their O line, yeah, a lot of their O line. Hollywood Brown, uh, you know, they returned CD Lamb, and they always seem to have skill position players. But I'm I'm mildly skeptical that that you know Oklahoma's offense is going from superb best of the nation to you know probably you know top twenty, but they need to be like top five if they're gonna make this huge run and cover these big spreads. So I'm with you. Yeah, especially the way the Big 12 is. There's just lots of offenses with firepower. So the question is, yeah, if the offense regresses a little bit, is the defense going to progress enough to make up the difference? And who knows? I mean, we're just going to have to find out and key in on it early in the season. But this will be a good game to watch. And I'm willing to take the stab with Houston plus 24. So that's two picks. What's what's your second one? Okay, I'll save that one. I'll steal another one. Uh we already mentioned this one too in week zero, but uh, I am laying the wood. I, I this is look, don't get cute. Just lay the wood <laughs> with Army minus twenty two. Okay. Okay. Over Rice. Yeah. Rice is a terrible team. I I'm not buying the square view that well Army is just going to grind it out and they're not going to have a lot of possessions in the game. So you know if Rice scores seven, they might cover the spread. Something like twenty five to seven is the final score, but. Just because it's a triple option doesn't mean they can't score quick. Right. Um, and it doesn't mean they can't score on every possession with Rice's defense. So, I, you know, they I've I've watched Ar- I watched a lot of Army, actually, last year. And yeah. they, they were able to score quick and score a lot of points. Pretty solid so D, too. I, yeah, yeah, this is at home for Army. I, I just – we don't understand the line, which is probably a red flag. Yeah, but yeah. I think we're in the camp of – let's just not get cute in week one uh and you know we we lay the wood we lay the points in week one yep absolutely i I, another one i bet i think i you know unfortunately got like 23 and a half but um yeah i'm expect i was expecting this to be in the the low 30s you know when this is when we went over this line um I, i just don't get it and you know that that is what scares me as well usually when the line seems too good to be true. It is. I mean, who who holds a who's holding a rice plus twenty two ticket? Hey, brave. <laughs> you, know, you know, somebody's getting too cute. That's all I can think. It's somebody getting too cute, or somebody saying, you know, early in the season, Army's not going to be clicking, and uh, you know, they're they're going to slow it down, and it's going to be a low scoring game. That's all I can think of. But yeah, uh, it's not Wayne Graham. That Wayne defense Graham, can score also. 
Wayne Graham, that's who's holding a Rice plus 22 ticket. Well, there you go. All right, well, so that's number three. And, uh, you know, again, I'm taking another big dog for my, my second pick. Uh, oh, careful. I like La Tech, man. Uh, 21 points okay. uh, at Texas. Um, again, Texas, they have that big game versus LSU, the other Louisiana school, the following week. So they're going to do what they can do to just get out of this game. I don't think they're going to be running up the score, and I think La Tech is going to give them a lot of problems. I just read today, I think Texas, one of Texas's players is suspended for this game, too. I, can't, I don't know who it is exactly. but Yeah, I think they have a couple guys suspended. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm not expecting a, a lot of, um, you know, a high-scoring game here. So, uh, yeah, give me La Tech, man. I think La Tech's going to be a force to be reckoned with. They're Conference USA, Ooh. right? Yeah, I uh, I don't like how we're all in agreement here. Uh, Texas, if you recall, man, they do not come to play in these openers. Um, mm-hmm. Last year, Maryland. Two years hitting, versus Maryland, right? Two years versus Maryland. That's right. They lost two years in a row versus Maryland. Mm-hmm. They do not cut. They do not open up a can. They are the anti-Alabama in the these openers. Uh, so grab the points, man. I think that'd be a fun game to go it's to this weekend. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, maybe, but I'd rather I'd rather scout uh, the the games for our listener, frankly. Okay, well, this is kind of funny, but that that's four picks and that's four locks. So okay. I'm hoping we have some dissension coming up here, but maybe not. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if you've looked at this game, um, but uh, I. I like the Memphis Tigers versus the Ole Miss Rebels. Um, so first off, this line doesn't scare me being five and a half. Uh, it's below seven, which is what we want. I mean, it's over a field goal, but there's not going to be any field goals in this game. This will be high scoring. I'm down on Ole Miss. They lose uh, Ta'amu, uh, if that's how you say his name, from the islands. Uh, they lose a lot of firepower. Their offense should be pretty stinky and – their uh their defense uh still still not great so uh memphis i'm very high on i like their coach young guy and he's got an offense that is clicking i don't uh i think the loss of darrell henderson is a little bit overrated they'll have another dude just like him uh coming in and yeah just less than seven they're a much better team i don't know what i'm missing here too this line again it's not a system play but it's a it's a mid-major playing against an sec team uh and i think the square side is definitely grab the sec team plus the points yeah yeah i think a lot of people will will see that uh let's see this is uh old mrs coach is this his third year is that correct matt matt luke's third year Okay, so yeah, that's usually when the big improvements come. But you're saying they lost a lot, so you think that's going to outweigh? Well, they lost lost your they lost your twin, your twin boyfriends, DK Metcalf and AJ Brown, of course. I don't know. They lost. (laughs) (laughs) Google them. Google Google DK Metcalf, AJ Brown Twitter photo. Okay. Uh, you'll like what you see. Okay. Uh, and then they lost Jordan Tamu, who was uh. Of course, they had Shea Patterson, and then I really didn't think they took a huge step down with Tomo. He was really good, and uh, no Tomo. So I don't know. I don't even know who's playing quarterback for them, but 
they're going in the wrong direction with uh, the quarterback talent and losing those two receivers. Um, I think this uh, Rebel team, um, I think the market has not set in with them yet. Well, I'll agree with Same you. Same with I Memphis certainly... the other way. I certainly feel like the books are begging you to take Old Miss, and in that case, you shouldn't. You should probably uh, be on the other side or avoid it altogether. I don't know enough about this game to give an opinion one way or the other, but I'll trust you on this one, Magoo. We can lock this one in as well. Um, Alrighty. Let's see here. You know, I'm looking at these. The rest, <laughs> I don't feel. Let me see. Let me see. I bet on some of these, so I need to. Yeah, do your UCF Wisconsin. Oh, and you know, I really don't feel that strong about that. To be honest. Oh, I know what I do. I like this one. Virginia on the road at Pitt. Virginia is laying okay. two and a half points on the road versus Pitt. And I, again, another line I don't really understand. And I guess early in the year, I, I couldn't be hoodwinked here, or maybe I'm, the books just haven't caught up. But I think Pitt's going to be down this year. I really do. I think they were lucky mm. to be in the position they were. They, they uh, they faced Clemson, right, in the ACC title game last year? They most certainly did, and they yeah. got their butts whooped. Yeah, it was crazy. So, I, I mean, I think maybe that that's why they're getting some um, uh, respect here, but I think they're going to be down quite a bit. And Virginia, I'm super, super high on. Uh, I love uh, Bronco Mendenhall, what he's doing there. And uh, I think they're going to probably win that side of the ACC this year. So, uh, I think two and a half points on the road. It's not like Pitt's going to have a really great home atmosphere, even for a home opener. So I just see a lot of value in that line. I think it should be closer to a touchdown. So I think two and a half, I'm very comfortable with. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I could be on board with that. It's okay. A <laughs> it's a little zany for me. I might descend and say, it's not that I don't love the play. It's that I see a few more games with more value, but uh, let's, Pencil that one. Maybe not lock it in yet. Okay. Uh, it's at Pitt, right? Yes. Not that it matters. Pitt doesn't have a great home field advantage, by the way. But uh, a, lot, a lot of smoke for Virginia. I, I'm a little worried about that one being a square mm. side. That's my okay. only thing is, is, is what is the square play? Uh, and I, I do think it's Virginia, and that's my only dissension there. So we have some gotcha. dissension. Okay. Yes. Remember my motto, what would the squares do? <laughs> and we we're trying uh, to you're gonna, ourselves. So yes. Yeah, you're you're gonna you're gonna like this next pick. Uh, <laughs> Coleman, if you're listening. Uh, South Carolina. I like them to lay the wood. Yeah. Uh, lay the points nine uh, versus North Carolina. Um, I think you know, people are gonna look at this and be like, Oh, you know, I'm getting the home team, getting nine points at home, home dog, baby, but South Carolina is, I don't know if you've heard, they've got one of the most difficult schedules in the nation. I think Will Muschamp has to absolutely blow the doors off of uh, these other lesser teams in order to keep his job, and he will. I think he'll try to run up the score any chance he gets. Not that he necessarily can versus North Carolina. It's not like they're a cupcake necessarily, but I don't think they're going to be good under first-year Mac Brown. And I think Will Muschamp, if he gets up, if he's up ten in the fourth quarter, he's gonna p- try to get up seventeen in the fourth quarter. So I'm strangely like, I, it's not that I'm high on South Carolina, but I looked, I took a long look at their uh, over five and a half at like plus one forty, and I'm like, man, okay, they have four 
auto losses. They're going to lose to uh, Bama, Clemson, Georgia, and then they're going to lose one between Florida and Texas A&M. They'll lose one of those two. But they, they could run the slate. They, they had a host of injuries last year. I yep. mean, their defense was absolutely decimated by injuries last year, and they're going to – they're bringing all those guys back this year. And Bentley's back, and he's turnover prone, but um, he still's got some talent. Even though they lost Debo Samuel, he's got uh, Brad Edwards. So, uh, all that to say, not to be long witted, I'll be teasing South Carolina with a lot of teams, and I just love the angle of of Muschamp has to to blow out these teams to keep his job because it is going to be a rough season for them with their schedule. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I like this game, too. I ended up teasing this when I was in Vegas. I I probably should have just laid it, though, um, because, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm high on South Carolina this year. Not necessarily from a season win total perspective, but I think ATS, we need to look at them um, pretty long because I think they're going to be getting uh, a lot of points at some of these big SEC match, matchups, and they can hang in there. So um, I don't expect them to get a lot of wins, but I do expect a lot of improvement overall from that team. So And UNC yeah. – I don't know, man. Matt Brown, he ha- I do like that he's surrounded himself with uh, top-tier assistant coaches. I think that's important since he's been out of the game so long. But I just don't think UNC has the talent there to, to really make any noise in year one. Um, you know, maybe year no. two, year three, we start looking at them more seriously, but not this year. So, yeah, I like that, man. Um, let's see. I, I'm going to – this is kind of weird. I'm going to go ahead and give you two picks um, <laughs> back-to-back. But I think these are good teaser candidates for your South Carolina play. And this oh, is like about fade the, fade the freshman on the road. So uh, in, in an opening week game. So uh, Stanford takes on Northwestern. Uh, Stanford is at home. They're laying six and a half points. I, I do think uh, Northwestern's looking to make some noise uh, in the Big Ten. They've got a hot shot quarterback, but this is his first where game. He, where do you go to school? He used to go to Clemson. Formerly. Oh, but look at that. Clemson has too many other awesome players <laughs> for, him to, for him to get in the lineup. So he's at Northwestern. Hunter Johnson. I do His name's Hunter Johnson. Hunter Johnson. There you go. Uh, that is a very Clemson-y name, Hunter. I like that. Um, so anyways, the other thing about Northwestern in general, so I, I yeah, it's going to be a hard task for him going across country, facing a tough Stanford D on the road in an opening game. You know, everybody's going to be loud and wild. Um, and uh, but in general, Northwestern doesn't really perform well outside of the Big Ten. In the Big Ten, they're great. And they're usually underdogs, get points, um, and they perform very well. ATS, uh, but uh, out of conference, they don't. Th- it's a different story. It's almost like Fitzgerald doesn't care as much when it's out of conference. He just wants to win his conference games. So um, I do think you know a lot of people are probably down on Stanford um, because of them losing uh, Bryce Love, but. They still have Costello. They still have some talent at wide receiver, good defense. So I don't think they're going to be as down as people think they are. So that's number one. And the other one I think you could tease them with and, you know, probably worth a straight-up play as well. A three-team teaser. Yeah, and that's what I did. It's probably really stupid, but I did it. But <laughs> Florida State at home. Oh, I like Boise it. State. Boise State again. I think they're going to have a talent drop-off this year. And uh, I just don't know if anybody else in the Mountain West is going to take a step up to be able to challenge them uh, to win the conference. But Florida State, I expect a little bit of a bounce back year for them, 
only laying five and a half points at home uh, against, like against a freshman on the road. Again, traveling down to the heat. I, I really like Florida State, actually, the more and more I think about it. Yeah, we're both high on Florida State uh, this year as a bounce back. Um, I need to put a bet on their over, actually. So, I think yeah, they I are think, a team I, I think, think can can you know be a good play for college uh, season win total. Yeah, I think Taggart needed to just get rid of the residue of the Jimbo Fisher players and get his own guys in, and maybe takes a step up this year. Uh, Blackman is you know meh, but uh, I think they'll be more motivated. They won't quit on the season like they did last year. Right. Right. Okay, what else do you have for us? All right, uh, you took one of mine, uh, Florida State's. We're on the same page as that one. Um, oh, don't let me take Liberty plus eighteen at home. <laughs> well, I know you want to take Syracuse. I know you I really want to take that. What about Georgia Southern? I know you want to take them plus twenty-eight versus your Tiger. Uh, <laughs> the Bayou Bengals. What about Stephen F. Austin getting thirty-eight to Baylor? Okay. Now we're getting silly here. <laughs> I mean, the big game is, of course, Oregon-Auburn. I'll give my thoughts. I, I would lean. I don't know if I want to make it a play. I would, I would lean, just lay the wood with Auburn. In the yeah. Half. I just don't know. I mean, I love that, uh, you know, Auburn's ranked lower than Oregon and they're laying points. Mm-hmm. Um, Square's like, oh, I'll take the higher rank two, but get the points. But I don't have, like, the – strongest feeling on uh on that one uh my other lane is uh i don't know if i want to play but it's it's alabama and i know the square side is alabama this is a rare case where i actually like the square side of alabama i, I just think they come out they they've covered the spread like crazy in these opening games and uh i think they would just want to lay the smack down this week they have a cupcake the week after so it's not like they need to look ahead yeah. and save anything i think it was a Chick-fil-A kickoff game, so I think to come out and just lay the smack down against the ACC. So Duke gets the short end of the stick for, you know, the anger from last year's beatdown Clemson put on them. I, I uh, like it. Um, I like the over more. Of course, we can't pick over-unders. Uh, I really like over in that game. Well, we can in week one. <laughs> there you go. I guess we can do whatever we want. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take the over. I like that one. Um, okay. okay, this is this is the last. This is I'll make an official pick. This is my last one that I have. Uh, really, that uh, where did I lost it? <laughs> it must not have been great. If I... Cincinnati. Oh man, I I think I like Cincinnati, but I'm I'm I think I'm on the wrong side. I think we're getting a reverse line movement with that mm-hmm. one. Oh, maybe it was Liberty. This is riveting podcasting for our listener. Oh, you know what? I think, well, Georgia, Georgia laying 21 at Vanderbilt. Uh, that seems low. Yeah. That seems a little low. Um, I think Georgia could come out guns blazing on that one. Yeah, and Vandy lost I, I a think... lot, man. I, you know, last year they were kind of frisky, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. They lost the starting quarterback who was, uh, you know, their They're best frisky. Frisky quarterback from Vanderbilt. No, Shermer's gone. Yeah, he's gone, man. John Shermer. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) So I I have a – so the the two that I'm looking at are Notre Dame just laid the points 20 and a half versus Louisville. You know how I feel about how bad Louisville's going to be. Yeah. 
and, and that's that's another case angle. Okay, I'll make this my play. Notre Dame, again, same kind of thing as South Carolina. They have a really, really tough schedule, and mm-hmm. I think they're going to take every opportunity they can to run up the score against the Cupcakes. And so this is a case that I, I – they're – they will have no home field advantage at Louisville. So I wouldn't, there's point adjustment for that. So I think we're getting some value there and it's under three touchdowns. So I like Notre Dame to cover the spread, even though everyone's low on Notre Dame. So that's all everyone's been talking about is how low they are. I think they cover the spread versus Louisville. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm certainly not low on Notre Dame, but I was going to consider playing against their season win total under nine and a half. Um, just because I think it's going to be hard to live up to last year. And, you know, yeah, like that, we said earlier, that schedule's brutal, man. Facing seven teams coming off a of bye this year, that is just – that's nuts. Man. Um, I know another game I forgot to mention. I did bet it when I was in Vegas. Uh, I, I had Toledo plus 12-and-a-half on the road versus Kentucky, who I think is going to oh. take a big step back this year. And then I also did take USF at home, getting 13 points versus Wisconsin. Not feeling as high about that. I just, you know, I do think that Wisconsin could be sluggish out of the gates. But then I remembered I'm I'm really not that high on USF either. And I'm kind of worried about that defense being able to handle Jonathan Taylor. You know, it's just that that could be tough. (laughs) So we'll see how it goes for me. But. Well, I guess we don't really have seven consensus picks, or do we want to run them down real quick? Or well, I think we had six, and 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 the last uh, the last one, you know, which is a theme when we pick, is really <laughs> tough to is really tough to find. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. Well, do you think we gave our listener enough for our, our yeah? Let's first podcast let's, let's run them down and then make a consensus pick over the air of okay. who we want to choose between the last one. Okay. Well, I, did you write them down or? <laughs> Let me see if I can uh, Kind of. <laughs> All right. We have, we have uh, Texas State getting 33 and a half, 34. Okay. Versus Texas A&M. Let's lock that one in. We locked that one in. Um, I'm just going to start rattling them off. South Carolina, we're going to lay the wood minus nine versus okay. North Carolina. All right. Roll that. I'm pretty sure. See, this is another one where I'm oscillating now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we like Army minus 22 versus Rice. No, yeah, let's do it. Why not? That's number three. Yeah, we'll root for the we'll support our troops here. What okay. about La Tech? La Tech, yeah, it's a lock. I like that one. 21. All right, we got that. That's four. I like La Tech. I don't know how you feel about Memphis. Um, five and a half. Eh, let's. I say no. That one. Nah. You say no. Yeah. Oh, so you're so square. What about Houston? Plus 24. I like Houston plus 24. I think okay. There's number five. We could get it. There's Two number more. five. Uh, I'll mention one more. We did talk about this on our week zero podcast. Uh, we were going to lay the wood with Oklahoma State, 15 at Oregon State. Man, you know, they were at 19 in Vegas. I was like, gosh, I was looking at them. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Are we getting reverse line moving on that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm worried about reverse line movement with them because it's down to 15. Ugh. But they should be able know, to score And you know there's way more better. Yeah, I know. Seems low. Okay, I think we choose between uh, Georgia, um, Bama, and we, we get one of these teams to lay the smack down. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I like Notre Dame. 20 Notre Dame, yeah. Yep. Let's do that one. And then we have one more. Um... Florida State. Oh, yeah, yeah. Florida State. Let's do Florida that. Florida State. Yep. Yeah, okay. I like it. 
Cool. Well, there you go. That's quick and easy. 35 minute podcast for you guys that have long commutes to work. Um, that was a practice round though. We are going to do a guess the lines podcast this Sunday for week two. Yes, I will not look at the week two lines. Don't do it. Podcast. Don't do it. This is, <laughs> this is actually, I, even though I watch so much more college football, it's going to be so much harder for me to guess college football lines. Oh dude, we're going to be NF- so than NFL lines. Yeah, you know, I, I think this is going to help us, but there's a chance that it really backfires. Like, we're so bad at it, and we're like, oh, I have a 10-point <laughs> line value, and then we're like, it's slaughtered. No. But <laughs> it feels like it should help us, so we'll see how it goes, and uh, we'll see how we do week one. Hopefully, I do well, and I get a check mailed to me from MGM. That's always, that's always fun. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, all right, well. I think I'm signing out. Uh, Magoo, go ahead and hit us with your saying. Well, you can't lose, but you don't put in the middle. But you can't win much either. Boom.